back to another episode of the Jackson Cloud. I'm Casey. I'm Jamin. And I'm Olivia. And we're going through a Sermon on the Mount. Specifically, the next few weeks are on the Beatitudes. So it's not actually nine weeks? Well, nine episodes. Nine episodes, okay. yes, of the Beatitudes. And today's, we are on the second Beatitude. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Or, again, blessed could mean, like, happy are those who mourn, which sounds really ironic <laughs> on something like that. Or, uh, fortunate are those who mourn. And you can take this word different routes. Well, okay, so let's talk about mourning in general, because this is different from culture to culture, right? I mean, uh, at least in much of my experience, white people ain't good at mourning. <laughs> like, white American like style is is sometimes like to be it, well maybe you felt this like growing up I, I didn't feel this very strongly this wasn't really taught in my family but in some ways there was always this men don't cry men don't mourn men don't shed tears things like that did you ever get any of that no my dad's weird okay well the generation before us probably got a lot of that a pastor friend of mine um was showing, if I remember the story right, he said he was showing a, a movie of the crucifixion or whatever, and when Jesus gets his hands pierced, he like cries out in pain, and some like man in the back was like, oh! <laughs> and he was like, hey, what was that about? I was like, men don't cry. <laughs> who's this, who's this Jesus who's crying? <laughs> um, first off, Jesus wept is a verse. An entire verse in the Bible, but also like that is the image of some white males, to say the least, that grew up with this image of like real men don't cry, real men don't mourn, they don't show emotion. So, well, I think a lot of that stems from the the early cowboy mentality of like, yeah, we shoot guns, we ride on horses, and we do manly things, and that was. Where I think part of that don't cry mentality came from is because, oh, you just got shot? Yeah. Walk so, it off. Like, <laughs> rub some dirt on it. We'll be fine. Here's some alcohol. Just pour that in there. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 a lot of that has kind of worn off a little bit, but like when you look at some other cultures, like the mourning is different. Like, I don't know if you've ever been to like uh, a black funeral, but like it's. It's a long funeral where everybody gets a chance to take the mic, gets to talk. Uh, you're going to be there until it's over. Like that's culturally how it's going to go down. Whereas like something like a white funeral is like everybody keep it together. Don't show a lot of them. Some's okay. But like let's not lose our minds here. Let's keep it chill. Keep it down. Uh, stay on schedule. We're going to get out of here in a decent amount of time. You know, like it's a very different kind of mourning. And it's not even necessarily a bad kind of mourning, uh, but when it tries to chop off mourning, that's where it starts crossing the line. So think of comments, for example, where people have belittled mourning. Can you think of any? Because this happens all the time. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah. I've seen lots of it, especially around males. Yeah, so she gets more, it. More, I've, I've, so many times I've heard people tell males that they're not allowed to cry or that real men don't cry mm. or really anything like that yeah and so you get some of these like uh uh 
you get you get that kind of cultural growing up with uh, statements. And then in other ways, there's other kinds of statements that people use all the time that belittle mourning. And it's it's always annoying. Like, you know, like someone will come up and be like, oh, it was their time to go. You know, it's just like, don't worry. God has a plan in this. And I'm like, wait, wait. It's like, first off, I don't think the world is is quite that set in place that like, oh, they died in a car crash because God just wanted that to happen. You know, like that doesn't make sense to me. I've written about that in a book. We're not gonna go deep into that conversation. But like, it's those kind of belittling statements. Like, let me take away your mourning with theological crap to like make it a little easier on you, you know? I know you're feeling feelings right now, but logically you shouldn't have those feelings. Yeah, or I know you're crying. I know this is hard. But they're in heaven now with Jesus and their life is, you know, like this is, this. here comes Jesus who's going to have a hard life and is going to mourn himself, himself. And he gets up in front of the crowd and says, blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. Jesus does not go with the white male mentality of rub some dirt in it. You know, like instead he gets up there and is like, have you been crying lately? Great. <laughs> Happy are you? Blessed are you? Fortunate are you for feeling emotion? You know, like, you will be comforted. All right, well, here's a question. Have you ever met anyone who, like, just doesn't let you show, like, emotion as though that's, like, an unbiblical thing to do? So, like, for example, COVID, right? COVID's going on. You come along and it's like, this is really hard for everyone. Like really hard. We are all struggling. And then there always might be that one Christian who comes along and is like, everything's good with Jesus and life is great and you just need to turn to him. <laughs> it's like, don't take my mourning away from me. You know, like this sucks. This is not that easy. And does God want me to be like generic with him and not be true about what I feel? Like I run into this sometimes with people who who like are incapable of telling God how they feel because they're afraid to express emotion. Yet you look at the Psalms and they're all over the place. Like they'll say whatever they want. <laughs> it's just like, God, this is really hard. Where are you? And then in another moment, God, you're the best. Thank you for helping me. And, and it ranges as to what they say. The prophets do the same. Jeremiah basically seems bipolar sometimes, where it's like extreme highs of, you will conquer my enemy, and then extreme lows of like, why did you make me a prophet in the first place? I hate this! Like in the same two paragraphs next to each other, right? Um, they feel, and they feel authentically, and they are authentic, real people with real emotions. Uh, and nothing holds them back. Now they're always, focused when they're done complaining or done going through all these emotions they always come back to you but god i follow you you're in charge you are right you are good you are perfect you're the one right so like that balances out all of their emotions but god doesn't like look down on them in those kind of passages like david how dare you you know like how dare you feel bitter for a moment. Shut your mouth. I will burn this psalm out of the Bible. That's <laughs> not, not what happens. Right. Oh, Jesus had emotion. God put on flesh and then he cried. He came out of the womb, probably not bright and shiny, lying in a manger and like, ah, love you mama. You know, he's probably like, 
and then pooping everywhere. Like this is how humanity works. He went through the range of emotions. Jesus felt the, the weight of humanity. He had to do the things that we had to do. He had to live. He had to die. He had to pay taxes along the way. Like he just, he felt, he felt it all. And he wept and he cried and he felt but the pain. But it'd be so much easier to just get our tax money from fish. That would be much better. It, That's not the moral of the story here. <laughs> but there's just so much that happens along the way where Jesus is constantly feeling. And it pains me when, when the church comes alongside of people grieving. It's just like, you know God's bigger than this, right? Like, what are you doing? Why are you crying? <laughs> you know? Yeah, as if being happy is what we're supposed to be all the time. Well, that's what some people preach. Oh. You found you hit the you no, hit the sorry, I hit, this is this I is hit the nerve that bothers me to this day. One time in high school. Was having a rough time. Didn't feel great. Honestly, was quite down. And this girl's response to me being upset was, But you woke up this morning, so you should be happy. <laughs> That was, uh, that's what Problem I was solved! About I need Clearly, I woke up, therefore I'm happy. I don't think I have ever once woke up happy. <laughs> if anything, that's the reason I'm mad all the time. <laughs> I woke up! Why am I awake? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, church needs to learn to deal with emotion better. And it's, it's different across different cultures. It's different across different countries, people experience it in different ways and deal with it in better ways. There are places where everyone in the room is weeping and then there are places where everyone in the room is trying to hold it back. And uh, here we find Jesus saying like, it's okay to cry. It's okay to have problems. Blessed are those who mourn. God sees it. He will comfort you. He's coming for you. He sees your pain. And he cares about you, and he hasn't looked the other way. He's not like, oh, gosh, they're crying. You know, it's like, that's, that's not how God reacts to those moments. Instead, he's a loving father who wants to come alongside you and, and grieve with you and feel your pain with you. He sheds tears for you. In fact, I was just reading uh, Isaiah 17 the other day. I was reading Isaiah 69, and it just stood out to me uh, where the prophet says, Therefore I weep with the weeping of Jezur for the vine of Sibma. But then it says, I drench you with my tears, O Heshbon and Eleyela. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce these names. But I drench you with my tears. I don't know if that's specifically the prophet speaking or God speaking, but if it is a prophet, then it's on God's behalf. You know, like it's just... What a, what a verse, God drenching you with his tears, as though rainfall itself is, is God crying, you know? Uh, and that, that is a picture of the pain of Father God, who feels deeply when people are hurting, and felt deeply himself as he comes to earth, puts on humanity, and lives out all the kinds of things that we live out. The Bible says that Jesus was tempted in every way. Uh, it's almost this like impression like he was experiencing humanity in every single way. Of course he, he felt things. Of course he felt pain.
So, uh, with that being said, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Anybody want to feed into this anymore? Or are we good? Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm thinking of application again, just because. Yeah. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel emotion. You should feel emotions. You're called to have your heart broken for those around you. It's okay to feel things. When someone else comes up to you when you're feeling things and tells you to stop feeling things, it's okay to make them feel things by telling them they're wrong. <laughs> well, also... Um, wait. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of another way of putting this is... No, we're done. No, no wait, no, wait, wait, wait. This, Casey might actually have the better way to phrase this for, for once. Casey I'm excited for this build-up. be better than Jamin's. So... If you see somebody mourning, comfort them. But not in the way of making their mourning go away, but be with them in that moment of the mourning and be with them. I'm so proud of you. I was sure you were gonna just throw the word knighting in there somewhere as a Casey joke of, if you see someone mourning, knighting with them. Like just, you know that sounds exactly like something he would do. And you didn't! You did it! I'm so proud! And on the other hand... Nope, no, don't, don't, don't We're not cutting! <laughs> Jamin got a Star Trek reference! Yeah, his wife is a huge Trekkie. No, no, you don't understand. This is the first time I've said a Star Trek reference that Jamin has got it. I started watching it last week so I could give it as a gift to my wife. I watched Star Trek for you. But then I told her last night and now it's ruined and I don't want to watch it anymore. Oh no! <laughs>